Yeah, yeah. Lunchroom Chatter Episode 5. This right here is your host, John A. Show. Today we're talking about nude pics. What is the proper etiquette? Ladies, you, y'all know y'all send pictures. Come out the shower looking sexy. We talking nudes today, man. Ha ha. Girl, show me that ass. Show me them titties, girl. Yes, you have, girl. Let me see what you can do, girl. Oh, that ass is looking. Uh. Girl, put that pussy on me, baby. Hey, this right here is Tia London. Tia London with In The Mirror. Yeah, this right here is my shit. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about nude pictures. I know y'all seen what happened with Iggy Azalea. She had some pictures leak from a photo shoot, a professional photo shoot. Her tits is on the internet. She deleted all of her Instagram, her social media, Twitter, Facebook, whatever the fuck she had, it's gone. Ladies, have you ever been violated by a man who took pictures of you? We talking about that and more today on Lunchroom Chatter Podcast Episode 5. This right here is Tia London within the mirror. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. Episode 5 up next. That right there was Tia London with In The Mirror. Yo, yo, yo. Episode 5, Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Um, The first thing I want to talk about today is teen suicide. Now, teen suicide for me is kind of a touchy subject because as a teen, I wanted to commit suicide. I'm going to keep it 100. When I was 19 years old, I wanted to kill myself. Now, my reasoning was um, I was in a relationship when I was 18 going on 19. And, you know, things happen 
in that relationship i made some bad decisions and back then i wasn't thinking because you like you know how it is it's like when you have your first relationship it seems as if it's going to last forever and i made some decisions that i normally wouldn't make but back then i was in love but at least i thought i was and i made some decisions that were not they were not the best for me in regards to my life at that time i could have been in a much better place but the um the, those decisions that i made based off the fact that i was in love and that i was in a relationship at that time they were to my detriment those decisions i made they set my life back two years and once i broke up with her and i realized that i was in a downward spiral i was in a bad place mentally in a bad place overall and i felt as if the best option for me to stop waking up every day depressed and to stop waking up every day you know looking down on my life in terms of what could have been was for me to kill myself and i remember being 19 years old sitting in the bathroom um inside the medicine cabinet there was like a we had like a lot of pills a lot of aspirin and i remember sitting on the edge of the bathroom tub just thinking to myself and i started crying because i thought about my mother and my sister and um how if i kill myself at this time how would they feel if i had well if i kill myself like right now would they miss me how would my mother feel how would my brother feel how would my sister feel um because like it was stupid like half of my reasoning for wanting to kill myself along with the fact that if i'm dead i can stop waking up depressed i can stop waking up you know just in a bad headspace every day was i wanted to kill myself to get back at the girl that i was with at the time my ex-girlfriend because like i said i made some bad decisions back then um let me get into it so um out of high school i was accepted into about eight schools some great schools in um upstate new york but the fact that my girl at the time she was not she got accepted into i think three schools but they were in in new york city they were like community colleges so she decided to stay in the city and had i chose to go upstate new york we would have been about five to six hours apart and the fact that that was my first relationship in my mind i was in love i didn't want to be that far from her i did not want to go to school six hours away from the person who i felt i loved so i made what i see now as a dumb decision i turned down eight schools eight really good schools and i went to a community college now like i said at the time i felt as if it was a great decision because i'm with my baby you know this right here is my first girl why well, be six to eight hours away from her when i can go to the same school with her and we can be together every day i was a virgin she was a virgin 
you know, and we had decided that when we make a year and a half, me and her would lose our virginity together. We was going to lose our virginity together at a year and a half. And long story short, she ended up cheating on me two months before we made a year and a half. And, you know, I made dumb decisions, but I'm not gullible. So, like, once she cheated, I broke up. And, like, once um, I was in breakup mode, you know, in terms of being depressed. But, like, once I took a step back and I realized that. I turned down eight schools to go to a community college in New York City to be close to someone who would eventually cheat on me. I mean, like, just like that thought alone, it was a lot. And like once I thought about the fact that I spent a year and a half, you know, it was kind of a waste for my college career because the major that I had in that school like none of those credits transferred over once I eventually went upstate to continue my college career the way I should have from the beginning. None of those credits transferred over. And like once I realized I wasted basically two years for nothing, I sacrificed. I felt as if there was no coming back from that, that the two years that I put my life on the back burner I, like I like I I just I can't make up them years. So I really contemplated taking my life. But like I said, like now, the fact that I'm 29, that was 10 years ago. Like when I look back at it now, I realize that killing myself was not the option. But everybody's different. Like just because I was able to deal with my depression and, you know, like just my downward spiral without counseling you know, without even telling my mother, like my, like my mother has no idea of what I went through. But the fact that I was able to overcome that and be in like now I'm in a great positive space. Everybody's not the same. But like if you need counseling in regards to suicide, if you're a teen, even as even as an adult, there's nothing wrong with that. So do not be afraid to ask for help. If you have suicidal thoughts or you're depressed, like don't feel bad about it because don't come online and pretend to be happy to impress, <clears throat> excuse me, to impress other people who are probably more miserable than you. It's not worth it. And so now um, this week, I read a story about Maya Rios. She was a teen at Harry S. Truman High School in the Bronx, New York, and she killed herself last year. But I guess this week, like so much details, well, so many details started coming out in regards to why she killed herself. And like, it just made me take a step back and think about what I went through 10 years ago. Um, She was a teen in high school and she was bullied a lot. She was sexually assaulted. She was forced to give oral sex to two boys at school and you know as a female once that happens you are going to be bullied relentlessly and eventually she felt as if the best way to end that bullying was to jump off her building she jumped 34 stories to her death and that hurts me because the fact that as a teen girl you feel as if the best way 
to end the bullying and to end the torment and the pain is to jump 34 stories to your death. That like that's hurtful. And um other details that bothered me was um the fact that the principal and the guidance counselor they knew what was going on. She told them repeatedly like re a lot. She told them what was going on. So this is not someone who who was being bullied and kept it to herself. She told the principal, the guidance counselor, the teachers, and nothing was done about it. And um, eventually it became too much and she ended up taking a life. And this happens far too often where in school, bullying happens and it is not, it is not given the proper attention that it should be in order to prevent things like this from happening. Because I worked in a school district for two years in um, Athens, Clark County, down here in Georgia. And um, I had a, a student, a seven year old boy. He was a sweet kid. He was, but you know, he was kind of shy. He was timid, but he didn't bother nobody. Every single day he came to school, you know, he, it was rare. He said, good morning, Mr. Schultz. I mean, it, like he was like, he had so, like his manners was amazing for someone who was seven years old. And you can tell that he was raised properly. But there were three students who bullied, who bullied him every day. They threw books at his head. They threw bottles. Like they made him cry every single day. And me being a staff member, you know, my job is to report. So I reported it to the principal and the assistant principal. And I was told that, let me, let me quote them. Oh, we know about these kids. We spoke to their mother. We have tried to suspend them before, but the mother told us that if these kids get suspended, she works and that there's nobody else at the home who can watch these kids. So therefore we cannot suspend these three kids. So long story short, the bullying did not stop. A few months later, the child that was being bullied ended up transferring to a new school while these kids who were bullying ended up bullying other students the whole year. There were about three to four teachers who wrote up these same three students and these students finished out the year only being suspended one time. They were suspended once and they were given um, in school suspension three times, which makes no fucking sense. That's basically in school. You're still in school. So more has to be done in regards to bullying because this happens, it happens so much. And it's different now because like I said, I'm 29, but back when I was in high school, we didn't have like social media, like the way it is now. Like now you have Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, like it's so much shit you can get involved in. Cause back when I was in high school, if you're bullied, it's like you could not wait until the day was over. Because you knew once you got home, the bullying stopped. But now, with all these forms of social media, sometimes being bullied at school, that's the easy part. Because once you leave and you go home, like cyberbullying is real. Now, as a female, God forbid a guy gets like a, like, I, well, God forbid like a picture of you. Because, you know, like this happens a lot. And I'll get to that later in regards to sending nude pictures. I've done it. 
those who are listening you have also done it and y'all can sit up here and bullshit oh you know i have never sent new pictures stop the bullshit you know in high school we send things like that and i've seen so many cases like personally where a female a female may have sent a guy a picture of her 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 boobs or like whatever the case may be and the picture gets around but like i said back in my day when that happened there was no outlet for the picture we didn't have like facebook and instagram and snapchat and all these ways to kind of make a small situation big so nowadays when a female sends a picture to a guy especially in high school and the guy do some dumb shit and post a picture on Snapchat or Instagram and now the whole school seen it and now her building sees it and now her parents see the picture and it kind of just, it kind of like makes the situation bigger to where these kids feel like the only way out is to commit suicide and that should not be the case. So parents, if you're a teacher and you're listening, anybody, just realize that someone may be depressed but they may not show it people who want to commit suicide they don't walk around with a shirt that says i want to kill myself that does not happen because when i was in my in my depressive state and i sat on the edge of that tub thinking about killing myself it's like i didn't sit there you know and walk around with a shirt that said i want to die i smiled i laughed i joked but just because someone does that does not mean that they are in a great place in their mind. So take the time out and ask someone, good morning, how was your day? You know, like, just like, fine, like, just take the time to show that you care because, like, if you're genuine and you take the time to show someone that, like, the way they feel means something to you. Then if they are like if they ever go through something that may be depressing, that may be difficult, then they feel comfortable talking to you because you care. Like if you laugh and smile all day and you never ask someone how they are doing, then if they ever go through something that may, that may be depressing or, or just sad in general, they hold it in because they feel as if you don't want to hear that shit. So to all my listeners out there care about people, if you love someone, tell them. If you care about someone and how they're doing, let them know. Because teen suicide is a big issue. It has always been, but it should definitely be looked at more now because like I said, with social media and the way bad situations can elevate into, like, into five times what they should be causing even more stress it's dangerous especially for our youth so um hope you guys listen to what i said if you guys have any you know replies or opinions you know um follow me on instagram nyc underscore stories 718 click on the link in my bio and send me a voice message and i reply to it so I got to try and find some kind of way to, you know, get this out of my head. But next up, we're going to talk about nude pictures. Now, nude pictures, it's going to kind of relate to this topic, but we're talking about Iggy. Because as y'all know, well, some of y'all might not know, but this past week, Iggy had some X-rated pictures that came out of her with her tits out. 
So let's get to that next. Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, episode five. So before we get into talking about nude pictures, um, I believe it was my first episode where I talked about the comparisons between Beyonce and Chris Brown and who I felt was the more iconic performer. Um, I received a voice message about two days ago from a listener in regards to that. So let's play that and I'll give you my quick opinions on what I feel about what she said, because she believes that Chris Brown is the better performer as opposed to Beyonce. And y'all know me. I'm unbiased. I respect people's opinions because opinions make the world a better place for better or for worse. So let's get into what she said. Then I'll give you a quick response to that. And then we'll jump into into the topic of nude pictures, because we know some of y'all right now probably sent nude pictures yesterday and your pictures getting fucked over right now so let's let's get to this shit right quick boy okay so i'm gonna give my opinion it's just my opinion um but i have been to both beyonce and chris brown shows i've been to two chris brown concerts and i've been to the last concert that beyonce just did with jay-z she's a great performer Okay, Um, I give her that, but Chris Brown puts on a show. This last concert, Heartbreak on the Full Moon, I was on my feet the whole time. I'm not discrediting Beyonce. She does her thing. Okay, but she I don't think she's touching Chris Brown. Um, um, That's just my opinion, though. Okay. Um, but of course I've been to another, I've been to two concerts instead of one for her, um, for him. Um, have you been to see them? Just curious. All right. Thank you. So in response to that message, have I ever seen Beyonce or Chris Brown in person? I have not. And, um, those of y'all who heard my first podcast, y'all know how I feel about Chris Brown. I feel as if Chris Brown had the potential to reach Michael Jackson level on in terms of iconic status or maybe even surpass him until the nigga started fucking up. The nigga started fucking up when he beat Rihanna ass. He started fucking up when he started making dumbass decisions. Meanwhile, Beyonce, her status kept elevating higher and higher. And like the listener said, I'm sure Chris Brown puts on an amazing show. But if I had my choice between seeing Beyonce and Chris Brown perform, it's going to be Beyonce. And like I said, I'm not trashing Chris Brown because I picked Beyonce. They both are super talented in their own right. But I feel as if Beyonce has reached that level of iconic status while Chris Brown is still trying to attain that level. And another reason why I kind of minimize Chris Brown is because his music sounds the same as everybody else. Now, Beyonce, her music also has similar tones to what we hear today in regards to what's popular but she has reached that level where people don't give a shit but chris brown his his next album gotta be fire his next album gotta be dope it gotta be unique because his last album what was it called heartbreak on a full moon i think 
the shit was too long it was like 40 fucking songs i probably got through about seven to eight songs like songs started sounding alike but shout out to chris brown shout out to beyonce yeah both dope but if i had to choose between beyonce or chris brown i'm sorry c breezy beyonce get over here baby Now, this past week, somebody hit me up and said they cannot wait for the new episode of my podcast so I can clown Iggy Azalea. And I said, why? They said because this past week she had pictures leak of her tits and and they they feel as if I'm going to get on her because the bitch had pictures come out. This is their words, not mine. And firstly, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to do that because now I know a lot of the times female celebrities they release their own pictures because any exposure is good exposure you know regards um if it's a sex tape if it's like a uh, naked pics coming out any exposure these days especially media attention is great and it brings new fans and it can also elevate you in terms of popularities but do i believe that iggy released her own pictures no because no offense, but she has been trying to get attention in regards to her music career for the past two years. I mean, she twerked with a bucket of chicken on her ass. She's been releasing all these kind of, you know, provocative videos and nobody give a shit. So because pictures come out of her tits, even now, the pictures came out a few days ago and nobody's really talking like about it anymore. It came out. It was a thing for like maybe a day or two and the shit died down. Now, I realized in my mind that she ain't do it when she deleted all of her social media. Because these days, when naked pics come out, especially if you release them, you're not going nowhere. You're not going to post pictures and then run when you know that a massive surge in popularity and, you know, in regards to new fans coming to your page, it's coming. If you want attention, you are not going to do something for the attention and then disappear because now, you know, like like when stories come out, you have about a three to four day window to maximize and take advantage of that story because once a new story comes along, whatever shit you did to get that attention is gone. So she released her pictures, you know, well, I mean, she didn't release her pictures, but the pictures came out and she put out a statement and said that those were pictures that she took for a magazine i believe it was what the fuck it was gq it was some shit it was like a big magazine she took those pictures for the magazine those were supposed to be like pictures that were never supposed to come out it was like kind of like like extra pictures i guess whatever the case may be and the pictures ended up coming out and then the person that took the pictures you know released a statement and said you know oh i don't know how these pictures came out blah 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 i'm gonna get to the bottom of it you know just some type of bullshit and iggy was mad and i'm um, actually i'm on iggy's side in regards to this because you know anytime a female has pictures come out i think the shit is fucked up because whether it's done in regards to a photo shoot or if a female sends you pictures because she trusts you anytime those pictures are released 
without the female's knowledge, the shit is fucked up. Like I said, even as a man, if you send a picture to a female, like you're trusting her to see the picture and to not show no one and to not leak it if that's what happened here because we don't know. So the fact that pictures came out, now she wasn't naked in full, um, we can see her breasts though, but the fact that those pictures came out when I'm assuming she didn't want those pictures to come out, like she took those pictures, you know, in confidence that they will always remain private. And um, Iggy also said that there have been other people, you know, notable celebrities who took pictures like that with their boobs out and they were not used. Now, I would assume that those pictures maybe were in talks to be used, but they ended up not being used. And like Iggy said, once those pictures were not used, they should have been deleted. And I feel the, I feel the same way. It's like if I take pictures like say, for example, I take 10 pictures, but you use eight pictures. Those two pictures that were not used, delete them shits. Like, why the fuck do you still have pictures of me in your phone, in your camera, of me half naked, and you are never going to use them? Delete the shit off the fucking computer. Now, any female can probably relate to this because a lot of men do fucked up shit. Now every female has not gone through this but I, i'm sure that there are many female females out there who have took pictures you know whether it be a naked picture a picture of your boobs a picture of your pussy whatever the case may be and you sent it to a guy thinking that once this guy gets this picture this picture is for him and like a lot of female like they send the picture and they tell you before they send it look do not show this picture to anybody and all you can do as a female is kind of trust the guy's word when a guy says i'm not going to do it now do you have 100 i guess satisfaction in knowing that he will not do no fucked up shit with your picture you don't all you have is hope you have hope that once you send that picture He's not going to do no fucked up shit. The only way to 100% guarantee that nothing will happen when you send the picture is to not send it. Now I know that it's like if you really like a guy, if you're a guy and you like a girl and she asks for a picture or like whatever the case may be. If you are talking, you know, dirty, you're having like nasty talking it's like after 11 p.m you know how your mind go you may want a picture she may want a picture and you guys ended up exchanging pictures or like whatever the case may be and then like the next morning when you wake up and you're not horny no more you might be like damn that picture she sent was fire and sometimes you might show your boys now that is fucked up shit to do if a female sends you a picture she is trusting that the only person that is going to see that picture is you and like why the fuck would you show your boys another female's picture because god you know like say for example a girl sends you a picture now in your mind you thinking that okay this is a girl i'm a fuck but you might end up liking her now this is where the shit gets complicated because look you end up liking the girl that in your mind you thought was just a, like a simple fuck now you showed your boys pictures of her naked now you end up with this chick 
Now all your boys done seen your chick naked because your dumbass done showed her done showed them the pictures. Even if you don't end up with the girl, like stop doing that fucked up shit. A lot of men do dumb shit. A lot of females do too. A guy might, you know, like a lot of females, like you might like a guy. He might send you a picture of his dick. Now, I admit, a lot of times guys send pictures to a girl that she did not ask for. You know, for example, like a guy may be, may be talking to a girl, right? And, you know, the, the convo get kind of heated and like she's talking dirty. Now, the female did not ask you for a dick picture. And a lot of the times a guy may send the picture under the perception that maybe this is the picture she wants when a lot of the time she don't want to see your dick man now she wouldn't mind seeing it in person but in regards like if a girl is just laying down you know with her son or watching netflix and a fucking dick just pop up i mean the shit can be like yo bro why the fuck you gonna send it like a dick picture right now like you don't know if her child has the phone you don't know like what the fuck is going on <laughs> hold on for a second like y'all know what the fuck going on like i had um i had a chick tell me before that <laughs> she told me that her four-year-old daughter was playing a game on her phone and a guy sent the picture of his dick as his as her daughter was playing a game and she said to make matters even worse it was a picture of an ashy dick now that brings me into my next point fellas if you are bold enough to send an an unsolicited dick picture at least make sure the picture is like properly done don't send the picture of your ass and like you half hard don't send the picture if like if like your shit ain't shaved because i know if a female ever send me a picture of a pussy and she got like a fucking don king afro and like the shit is like hairy and nappy i'ma say bitch what the fuck is you doing so look this goes for anybody before you send a picture of yourself to anybody make sure the shit is done now i'm not saying you gotta photoshop the shit you gotta put like dark tints on it you gotta make it black and white you gotta change the contrast and do that dumb shit but make sure you looking good make sure the shit looking good like if you send the pussy picture like make sure like it's not like leftover pieces of like tissue like when you pissed and wiped your fucking pussy make sure it's looking nice make sure it's looking good but at the end of the day if you send pictures if you receive pictures like just honor whoever is sending you the picture so if you send the pic if you get a pic don't show nobody man now i know that me saying this is kind of simple because i mean duh common knowledge is to not show no one a picture but i have been showed many pictures of females by men and i think it's fucked up because i'm at my old job you know this guy started talking to a female co-worker and one day he said john come here look at this i'm like i don't know what the fuck you gonna show me i'm thinking he about to show me like a meme or like something that's funny maybe like a funny video and he showed me a picture of a female co-worker and i'm like bro like why the fuck are you showing me that he was like yo last night i hit that she was looking good blah 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 and then um in regards to what i said earlier 
they eventually started dating. Now, the shit got awkward for him because once he began dating her, like he stopped talking to me and like I was confused as to why he stopped talking to me. I mean, I didn't give a shit, but then I realized, oh, he stopped talking to me because he is now dating the girl that he showed me naked. And the shit is kind of awkward because, you know, every time she said hi to me, he came over and was kind of like pushing her away from me when I didn't give a shit about this girl. Like nobody told you to show me her naked pic. That's on you. And like I, like I had only seen the picture maybe about one second because I'm the one that pushed the phone away. Like I'm not fucked up. Like if like like like. She sent you this picture because she believed that the only person to see this picture is you. So I'm not going to be the pervert, the dumbass to stand there and look at the picture for 30 seconds when the picture was not sent to me. So this female, she didn't want me to see the picture. So ladies and gentlemen, if you send naked pics, if you take naked pics, whatever the fuck you do with your body. In your spare time with your fucking phone. Just be careful. Because like I said. The only way to 100% make sure. That no one is doing no fucked up shit. That no one is taking advantage of you. And whatever the fuck pictures you take. Is to not send them. I mean even taking pictures. And not sending them can be dangerous. Because sometimes you may not always have your phone. Anybody can go through can go through your phone and see a picture of you and decide to send it to themselves. And then even then they can do fucked up shit. So just be careful, be aware. And like I said, man, you never know who the fuck you sending a picture to. You might send a picture to someone you've been with for a year, two years, and they may still do fucked up shit. God forbid you guys break up. So be careful, man. And look, shout out to Iggy. I hope you get through this situation. In regards to everybody who's commenting and kind of bashing her, especially women, it's like whatever the fuck you think about Iggy, like you might think her music is garbage or whatever the case may be, it does not mean she should have her nude pictures leaked online because you think she is a trash rapper. Stop doing that. Let's take a break and we're going to get into some, some more shit. Now, as you guys know, I love to end my podcast off with an artist I feel like is amazing and has so much potential to rise and elevate and possibly even take over the music business. This week is all about Oswin Benjamin. Oswin Benjamin is an artist from New York. He is a rapper. He can sing. The man is a walking dictionary. A lot of people say real rap is gone. There are no more true rappers. That is not the case. Oswin Benjamin has amazing like storytelling content. He has raw lyrical ability. I mean, if you have ever listened to his music, he paints a picture in your mind as you listen. 
The way he pieces together his content is like no other. This past April, Oswin Benjamin dropped an album called Godfrey. It was an amazing project, and it furthermore showcased the talent this young man has. Um, but one of the songs that stood off to me off that project was Olive Oil. And that is the way I would love to end this podcast. So if you could follow Oswin Benjamin on Instagram, you know, um, Spotify, Apple Music, Title, wherever you get your music, Oswin Benjamin is dope. This right here is Olive Oil by Oswin Benjamin of the God Free Album. Tell the nigga over We're dreaming of being in church They dreaming of being older Watching Arnold Gerald and Oscar Before the borders Before life approached us Niggas had to glow in a world full of shoulders Divinely selected Underwear I'm chosen Delayed by my collarbone now Weight on my shoulder Baptizing creatine like weight in the water Mama insufficient funds Laid at the altar Olive oil when she prayed for us God phone off but I still can't Straight from the cross when I couldn't pray for myself, my mama prayed for me. When I couldn't find no one else, my mama prayed for me. Oh, y'all better be glad my mama prayed for me. You better pray I have mercy on you. Uh, either one enough oil or mama didn't pray that good. I took a token, saw the demons in the no backwood. Ain't no rhythm dancing with devils with a long flat foot and two left feet. Cuffing hearts with intent to cardiac arrest me. Can never you bless me on the road with the one above. Y'all would detest me. Use my name just to push my buttons. They love to oppress me. Luke Cage to the hatred endure. Adorable passion passive. The fact that my flesh be depressed. But the best me on the way now. Pray to the Lord like shuttles work for the rain down. Took a lot of L's. My Allen keys open doors. More raids than Flanagan's unslept on. But they wake now. Double minded men unstable and all they ways spread hate and sing praise. Too phony. I kept against Royal kept the legion away in the worst situation, but the best out of league. When I couldn't pray for myself, my mama prayed for me. When I couldn't find no one else, my mama prayed for me. Oh, y'all better be glad my mama prayed for me. You better pray I have this right here is olive oil by Osmond Benjamin. Thank you guys for coming this week. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast episode 5. Down. Episode 6 next week. I love you guys. Stay safe and remember you are somebody. Wow. 
Exercising demons, been tired of shape to ensure y'all feel me. Do the speakers for the reaper, come get me. You don't like me, it's cool. Blame God, he sent me in the valley of death. I so managed to be a lily. I managed to make him proud without this pride in me. The tools I needed to open doors was pride in me. Every time I see olive oil, I'm reminded of sacrifices. Every time called mama punch to put the time in. Every syrup sandwich that stuck to my stomach, lined in the water with lemon line. Every oath to my mama, like that God. When I couldn't pray for myself, my mama prayed for me. When I couldn't find no one else, my mama prayed for me. Oh, y'all better be glad my mama prayed for me.